everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Jeff, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Doing pretty good. Doing good. All yeah. right. We've got a great movie this week. We do. We have a good one that uh, it's pretty new. Yeah. 2015. Oh, it seems like only yesterday. All the classics. 2015. Just all, all the classics. Um, this is a movie called Z for Zachariah. Uh-huh. Uh, what else would it be for? And for of course. <laughs> and um, like I said, 2015, um, PG-13. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's a really good one. Set it up for Post-apocalyptic uh, setting, right? Yeah, right. That uh, uh, in the wake of a disaster that wipes out most of civilization, two men and a young woman find themselves in an emotionally charged love triangle as the last Known survivors. Last known survivors. Sound like I've said that before? It does. It sounds like you've said that a couple times. Um, so this film is uh, based on the science fiction novel, Z for Zachariah, uh-huh. by Robert O'Brien, um, which was published in 1974, um, posthumously. Oh, yeah. After his death. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the film, the whole love triangle thing is kind of a, I don't yeah. know, major deviation because in the book, there's only two survivors. Hard to have a love <laughs> triangle with only two people. Right. right? So, uh, but yeah, um, the characters Anne and Loomis are the only two in the novel. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah. I haven't read the book, obviously, but. Wow. but uh, It's very close. I had just seen the movie for the first time this last week. So. Yeah. Um, I missed it from 2015. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's very similar to a film that uh, Harry Belafonte did in '59, um, uh, "The World, the Flesh, and the Devil." And you know, Harry Belafonte in that he's like he's a miner in Pennsylvania, who you know when something uh, the world is destroyed, he makes his way to Manhattan. It's kind of like that "I Am Legend" where there's right. nobody else in the world. Right. And uh, then uh, Inger Stevens plays uh, uh, the Anne role or the woman role from, you know, like in this film. Right. And then Mel Ferrer plays the other man. Uh, I guess Jose Ferrer's uh, brother. Oh, okay. And then uh, they, John and Caleb roles are reversed. And uh, so the uh, racial and sexual uh, age different factors are, are, you know, Pretty much in play during, yeah. you know, like they are in this film. Yeah, and it was uh, very controversial, you know, nineteen fifty nine. Right. Uh, yeah, it was very controversial then. Well, and the age difference in this, I mean, there's it doesn't actually ever specify it um, in the movie, um, but uh, the Chris Pine character remarks that she seems older than her chronological age. Uh huh. Um, in the source novel, she's only 16. Right. So but in the movie, yeah. Margot Robbie, you, I mean, she's older. You know, yeah. Um, but, but you kind of had to do Unless Roman Polanski's making it, and then, you know. <laughs> God, let's not go there at all. Um, but, yeah, um, you don't want to go there. <laughs> and uh, and this, this movie actually has some really good actors. I, I was just talking about Chris Pine, his character. Um, we also have uh, Marco Robbie, uh-huh. and you go with his name because I'm going to mispronounce uh, it. Yeah, hold on um, a second. Let me take a good shot at this. It's um, Chiwetel. Chiwetel. Uh, Elijah Four. 
Elijah, Elijah Farr. Elijah Farr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which he's really good. He's really he's good. He's an Academy Award winner. Academy Award winner, Twelve Years a Slave. Uh huh. Um, phenomenal actor. I, I butcher his name every time I say it, which I feel bad about. But uh-huh. um, excellent actor. Um, is great in this as well. Um, Chris Pine, also great. Margot Robbie, great. Captain Kirk, right? Captain Kirk, the new Captain Kirk. The newest Kirk. Captain Kirk, Chris Pine. Uh-huh. And then Margot Robbie, of course, she's on a huge high right now from oh, Barbie. Oh, yeah, Barbie. I mean, one billion, one billion dollars. Yeah. Of course, she's uh, part of the Marvel Universe, and they are very accustomed to... DC Universe. Hitting, uh, oh, she's DC. Don't get, don't okay. get our fans mad at us um, for confusing the two. Okay. She's in DC. She's... Uh, She's um, oh my god! I just went blank oh, on who uh, she is. Yeah, uh, she's a bad girl. She's a bad girl. Harvey Quinn. Harvey, Harvey Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Chris Pine is actually also in the DC universe. Um, plays who, Steve Trevor. Who isn't in the Marvel know. universe? All is the people there, who are in Marvel. Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise is he is he in there yet? Or, no, uh, I don't think uh, he's Harrison in there. Ford. No, mm, they killed him yeah. in Star Wars. He's Don dead. Rickles. Um, you know the big three. Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah, um, hockey puck. <laughs> um, so this movie um it takes place in the Appalachian Mountains. Uh-huh. But it was not shot anywhere near there. It was yeah, actually, really, really really far, far away. away. Um it was all shot in New Zealand. Uh-huh. Um which I didn't know. It fooled me. I yeah. I thought it was well, it's supposed to, right? Yeah, it's supposed to. And, it's and a place called Banks Peninsula. Banks Peninsula. Yeah. Um the two areas are very, very similar uh-huh. geographically. I mean, I haven't been to either one. So I've been to I, Appalachian I, Mountains. Really? And okay. I mean, you know, yeah. mostly driving through there, not really stopping or staying uh-huh. much. But, um, but and I've never been to New Zealand. I'd love to go to New Zealand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it looks beautiful. It like, looks beautiful uh, from this in movie. Lord of the Rings and Lord The of Hobbit. The I mean, it is beautiful. Go visit the Shire, uh-huh. you know. Um, go visit all the hobbits that live in New Zealand. Um, they still live there? They, they live there. Those are real people. Didn't you know that? Um, yeah, no, it looks beautiful. I mean, it just looks gorgeous. Uh-huh. Um, but let's talk a little bit for a minute about the cast of this um, because all three of the characters were almost played by other people. Right. Um, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Was a originally he was cast yeah and uh there was a delay for some reason and that knocked out uh, a couple of people that were going to be in well yeah. there's only three people in this film right, right. and uh so it knocked out um toby mcguire from uh, and they had to bring in chris pine same thing with amanda Seyf- seyfried uh-huh. uh uh Se- i don't know yeah uh, you say seyfried i say I, you know whatever. let's call the whole thing off. seyfried um but uh, she, and I know her from, like, Les Mis, um, the Mamma Mia. Uh-huh. Um, she does a lot of musicals. She does a lot of musicals. Um, but she was apparently cast as the lead role. Um, but, again, like you said, mm-hmm. the, the production got delayed, and uh, she had to drop out because of scheduling conflicts. But we got the beautiful uh, Margot Robbie. That's right. To replace her. That's right. Uh, um, you know, Wolf of Wall Street and Barbie and... Uh, yeah. Oh man, Ooh. I forgot about Wolf of Wall Street. She's oh, great yeah. in that. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Love that movie. Um, 
Margo, if you're out there, give us a call. Give us a call. We know you're listening, of course. (laughs) You listen every week, we know. And, uh, um, but uh, I thought an interesting uh, behind the scenes story uh, for this movie was Chris Pine getting pulled over for drunk driving. Yeah, and what? A, okay, what a great story. Uh, he gets pulled over by the police. Le- he's leaving the film rap party, right? Um, and uh, really, okay, so he pleads guilty. He's disqualified for driving for six months, and you know he's getting ready to leave. I was going to say uh, only New in New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, they charge him ninety three dollars. Yeah, which is a lot cheaper for a DUI than it is. Yeah, Yeah, it's ten thousand dollars really when when you're all said and done in America. Yeah, ninety three bucks. Ninety three bucks. Of course, he had to donate um, to a local charity. He had to make a donation to a local. Now we don't know how much that was. We don't know. Yeah, maybe it was ten thousand dollars. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe so. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was funny that he was disqualified for driving for six months in New Zealand. I'm like, it's a rat party. He's on his way home. He doesn't care. On the way to the airport. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't care about six months probation. He'd seen all the hobbits he needed to. He was headed home. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know. But that's. I just thought that was an interesting story that he got 93 bucks. Yeah. And that wasn't because he's like, a big celebrity or anything? They just no. That yeah, he's not a get. big celebrity there. Yeah. Ninety three dollars. <laughs> Ninety three dollars. Thank you. And you're like okay, well, not, uh, not yeah. a big deterrent there, but uh, <laughs> right. I want to get back on that, guys. Um, so, um, little trivia, little little yeah, another little behind the scenes. So there's a part in this movie. Keep your eye out for it. Where they're in Anne's library. And they pull out a book called A for Adam. Yeah, you got to look for that. Which is, of course, you know, an homage to the Z for sure. Zachariah. But, sure. But, uh, but yeah, I thought that was funny. I, and I, I wanted to look it up, and I forgot to look at if A for Adam is actually a book. Ah, yeah. Because there's all kinds of Adam and yeah. Eve books that, you know. Oh, don't go you know, there. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> a is for Adam. I'm just saying. You never yeah. know. It could be real. I thought A is for Apple, J is for Jack. So that's, yeah. that's right. I think so. I think you're right. Um, there's, a, there's a building that they do some filming at in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, they do some internal shots, um, and it's in McLean's Mansion. Ooh, that's a good place. Yeah. So I thought it was very interesting to find out about this building because – it is on their equivalent of their National Historic Registry. You right. Know, it's, it's, it's their equivalent it of called? that. It's called the um, uh, Domestic Heritage Building. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous building. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah, but it was, like, heavily damaged in a 2011 earthquake. The Christchurch um, earthquake. Do you remember that one? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, it worked out perfectly for the movie because yeah. they showed some of the damage and it showed, you know, and you could tell it had been like, I, just, I, did, I didn't know until, you know, reading some of the stuff for this movie that it was, that was real damage. You know, I thought yeah. that was movie makeup. Sure. You know, movie magic. Which they could do easily. Yeah. Right. But uh, no, they shot it in there and, and it's actually under the threat of demolition. Now they might have to tear it down. Yeah. Which yeah. really sucks. If you can't uh, make it uh, where people can... Safely go in, it, exactly. Right? They're just going to knock it down. Yep. So, hmm. um, but uh, 
Now you yeah, have a local. Them. You actually have a, a direct connection uh, to um, this film, right? I do actually. Um, uh, so the composer's name is Heather McIntosh. Um, she is actually. Um, she started off in a collective musician collective group called Elephant Six hmm. Collective, uh -huh. and it was a group of, of bands. They basically got together and each used each other's equipment and each used each other's recording studio, which was just one of their houses. Uh -huh. but, but it was the best house, you know. It was the one. It was the. It was the only nice house, pretty much. This is. I mean, this is. These are poor musicians. Uh -huh. This is not anything fancy, you know. This is, and this is all '90s. Um, they were considered like psychedelic rock, hmm. and okay. um, so she played in a couple bands. She played in a band called the Apples in Stereo. Ooh, I remember. And, no, I don't. Remember. And uh, she played a little bit with Olivia Trimmer Control. Well, I actually opened up for Olivia Trimmer Control at the Hollywood Theater in Norman, the old standalone Hollywood Theater, not uh -huh. the multiplex that they built. Huh. Um, but uh, so I actually met her, you know, uh, all those years ago, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have a little bit of a connection to to them. Played with them, and and uh, we they just they had local bands open up for them when they would tour cities because they weren't really big enough to tour with other bands. Yeah. And so they would just hire some local bands, and so. So was this before she did this? Oh yeah, on? long before. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. This was like, this was like late nineties. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and this and then somewhere in the early twenty tens. She started composing for movies, and this movie in 2015 is is one of her bigger ones. Uh, I wonder how done. she started on that. I mean, how do you? I don't, I don't get know. In how do you, I know? How do you go from an unknown, yeah, psychedelic rock musician to composing for movies? Yeah, and she's credited in this movie not only as the composer, but she's also credited with playing the cello, the bass, the organ. Huh. Um, I think it's credit. I think it credits her with like electronics, yeah. whatever that means in music anymore, which everything is electronic, uh -huh. you know. But um, so she actually played quite a bit of the music too, and uh, and you'll and you'll notice when you watch the movie, the music's a little bit on the weird side, and not huh. not weird, but just kind of, you know, it's apocalyptic, so it's yeah. a little eerie anyway. So what would yeah, what would but, normal uh, be, but but. Uh, but no, so yeah, she's she was and she was always. I mean, like I said, I met her in a hi, I'm so and so, I'm so and so, nice to meet you, and that was it. You know, like I had <laughs> I had ten seconds with her. You know? Okay, so yeah. it's not like a but major connection. But I I got to meet her and play with her, and and uh, she was a very talented musician, uh -huh. and obviously talented enough to go on and compose mu oh, yeah. movie, movie scores. We need to check um, and see what other films. Yeah, I know. Done. I should have yeah. I should have written down a few. But, uh, but anyway, yes, that is my connection to Heather McIntosh. Um, so. Well, okay, so the, you know, the, like we said, this is a, a post-apocalyptic. Uh, so, but the, the plot device of, um, and it's been done many times, of a valley sheltering the inhabitants from a nuclear holocaust, which is what just, you know, what that right. apocalyptic thing is. Uh, it was it was used in several films like um, A Day the World Ended or uh, you know, a lot of others. You know, of course, in that film, uh, there were seven survivors with uh, a lot of uh, – there's always radioactive mutants. Of course. You know, of course there is. Always radioactive mutants. You know, it's never like uh, some, some 
you know, mild-mannered people who just got some burns or whatever, you know. It's, right. it's always, we're heavily mutated, we're, and we're pissed off, you know. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. We uh, don't like it when people are not burned like us, <laughs> you know. Come here, we're going to eat your brains or something. That's right, exactly. Yeah, it's, that's pretty common. Yeah. Pretty common. I was, you know, uh, the TV series um, The Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. I was a big fan for uh, first few seasons. I was too, and then you know. and then I got bored with it. Well, I didn't understand. Okay, so the lawns are not overgrown, right? And <laughs> why do you walk everywhere? You know, you got cars, right? Right. And then the traffic has never been as slow as it is now. You know, <laughs> it would be great. So you get anywhere, right? And and the the walkers they only they move kind of like slee stack. You know, they're kind of slow and you know, it's like yeah. real easy to just you know. Uh, walk around them if you like. Exactly. You know, just get exactly. away. Go at a bit of go at a bit of a jog. You'll be fine. You know, but uh, no no mutants in this film. No, not not in the one we're no, we're showing this today. Um, you were talking about the TV series. This was actually originally a TV adaptation. Um, uh, it was part of the BBC's oh, really? uh, Play for Today series, uh-huh. um, which was broadcasted in 1984. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And so it's like a, a remake of that. So it's 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 like yeah, it's like a remake of the TV adaptation um, from 1984. Uh-huh. Um, and it starred a couple British actors that no one knows: Anthony Andrews and Pippa Hinch- Hinchley. Ooh, Pippa! Pippa Hinchley. She's- She's good. <laughs> now, you know, 84, the, like the mid-80s, um, were big on, you know, uh, those uh, nuclear disaster films, right? We had The right. Day After is mm-hmm. in America scared the living daylights out of everybody. Right. In fact, Congress uh, made, a, made a move to, uh, um, uh, you know, start the peace process. Uh, you know the Reagan administration, you know the START treaty, and he, right. you know, met with uh, Gorbachev to sign the peace accords. Uh, you know, or the the START treaty. Yeah. Um, part of that, they say, was they were uh, horrified at what they saw. Really. On wow. the day after, and that was like mild compared to what a right. real nuclear disaster would be. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, a real nuclear disaster would would basically be the death of us all. Sure, sure. <laughs> and you know, uh, uh, I think everybody kind of came to terms with that in the eighties. We were scared to death that that was going to happen. Right. And uh, then you know, it, it seemed like we had dodged a bullet with the fall of the Soviet Union. Now it looks like you know we got to dust off those fallout shelters. You know, I uh, yeah, it was like. That. The 80s all over again. Oh, yeah. Yep. On that cheery note. On that cheery note, we are out of time. <laughs> um, I do want to give a quick shot to our celebrity photo this week. Um, for those of you who don't know, every week someone sends in a celebrity photo and we put it on the air. And uh, this week um, was Pat uh, Grabe. Uh-huh. And, um, Thanks, he s- Pat. He sent in a photo with H- Howard Rollins. Ah. And... Uh, now Pat's actually in the movie uh-huh. that he sent in the celebrity photo with. So he's a uh, he's in the military, works at uh, Fort Chaffee, uh-huh. and or they, he did in or he did yeah yeah he did um, and uh, uh, sent in this picture and he was in the movie um, soldiers 
Uh, a soldier story. A soldier story. So Adolf Caesar, he won the best uh, actor Academy Award yeah. or best supporting, I think. Yeah. Uh, Academy Award, and uh, Denzel Washington's in it. Right. Uh, uh, gosh, um, several great. Yeah. Uh, actors in that, um, and he even he uh, he in his letter he says that he he taught uh, Denzel Washington for a scene uh, to uh, be able to you know, like block the sun. With, you know, the glove in your in your baseball glove in your hand, you know, to catch a fly ball. Right. He's you know he's out there playing baseball with <laughs> Denzel Washington. Right. Showing him how to Robert do it. Robert Townsend. That's who I was trying to think Robert of. Townsend, yeah. Who did? Who uh, made a, a you know great movie, a, a comedy? Uh, I think it, I'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah. Came out in the '80s. Yeah. He put he financed it himself on credit cards. Wow, he he got I didn't like know that. four credit cards I've and he financed his funny. film, yeah. you know, and it it got a he he got a studio to release it to wow. distribute. That's cool. Yeah. Um, well, this this Pat guy, he he'd been in a couple movies. He said he was also with in Biloxi Blues with uh-huh. with uh, Robert with uh, uh, no no uh, um, uh, Ferris wow. Bueller um, Ferris Bueller exactly. Uh, um, Wow, I just went blank. Yeah, on his I name. did too. Uh, wow, gosh. Um, Michael Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, um, right? But uh, but anyway, Carrie um, Fisher's uh, boyfriend, yeah, <laughs> or husband. Um, but yeah, um, not Carrie Fisher. Gosh, Carrie God, Fisher. Really up to that. No, um, Carrie Bradshaw, Carrie. right? Um, uh, oh, I know who you're talking about from Sex and the City. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah what is her oh, name? Oh man, I look like an idiot now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Now? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um, God, what is her name? I, I'm going blank. If on you're still listening, name. if you're still uh, listening and haven't zoned out by now, just uh, yeah, um, uh, you know, tell us. Uh, write in and tell us. Uh, <laughs> write in and say, you idiots! It's so and so. How could you not remember this? Um, Sarah Jessica Parker. There you go. Yeah. See, it, it always eventually rings in. I'm sorry. No points for that. No points. Too late. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, be sure to tune in every Saturday night at nine um, for a new movie, and then that movie repeats the following Friday at eleven p.m. Um, and uh, we were talking about celebrity photos. If you have a celebrity photo, um, please send it in to us. We love getting those. Please include a story to yeah. go along with it. Um, this like a great story. This, this was one. a great story on this mm-hmm. one um, about his military involvement and how he got cast in these movies yeah. and. And uh, and we will send you a a movie club T-shirt. Movie club T-shirt. If we use your photo on the air, be the first kid get, on your block. You'll get a awesome movie club T-shirt. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's really cool. Um, and uh, so yeah. So thank you guys. And uh, until next week, take care. Bye bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please, send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie, and fresh popcorn.